is Sydney, and I'm so excited to have two authors on our podcast today. Hi, my name is Maya. I don't know a damn thing about Shira. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Moon, also known as Moonlit Catra on AO3, and I obviously write to your fan fiction. Uh, my name is S, or Shira's Sword on AO3, and I also write Shira fanfiction. <laughs> okay, those voices you hear right now. One is an old school veteran of the She-Ra Princess of Power fanfiction, and one is brand spanking new, at least according to their AO3 they are. But they've come together to make a kick-ass horde lord and adore AU so fucking sexy. For everyone's pleasure, they are currently writing their collaborating project. Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. It's Moonlit Catra and Shira's Sword. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I am very excited as you heard i this always ends up happening at least for the time being <laughs> i will be really into a fandom and then maya will have no fucking clue what's going on nope. but she's a good sport about everything <laughs> we just appreciate it but hey maybe we can teach you a little bit on this podcast today yeah. exactly i taught you about the shadow hunters fandom and now i'm here to teach you about the shiro <laughs> fandom great, great. <laughs> one of these days we'll have one that i know fuck shit all about <laughs> that you can take over <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I guess the first question I have for you guys is tell us like individually about your relationship with fan fiction, how you got started reading and writing, um, if, how you guys like came together and started writing together, like as long or short as you guys want to make that question be. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay. Uh... In terms of how I got into fanfiction, I actually started on fanfiction.net when I was younger. I was hell like yeah. in yeah, in middle school, but it was more for like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. I oh, hell yeah. Because you know? <laughs> I, I was a lot into anime when I was uh, a younger age. And I did stop for a very long time writing fanfiction because obviously at that time my writing wasn't very developed and I kind of got annoyed at myself. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. And in reality, I started getting back into fanfiction because of Shira. Hell yeah. Hmm. That's essentially how long I've been in fanfiction, and I f- forgot if you told me another question or not because I blanked out. Oh no, that was that was it. And then yeah, if, uh, Sword wants to go, and then if you guys want to talk about like how you guys came together after that, yeah. Um, I actually started on Wattpad. Um, oh fuck yes! <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've had someone who started on Wattpad. Oh, God, yet. Yeah, yeah. I started on Wattpad, and I my first fandom was the Percy Jackson fandom. <gasps> When I was like yeah. 14. Oh my heart. Oh my heart. What did you write? Please tell me. Oh god. Um what did I write? I wrote something about uh my most popular one was Percy Jackson and some and Annabeth Chase. God knows. Absolutely. <laughs> and my other one was uh, about was Solangelo, so it was uh Will Exactly. Yes. Nico. Correct. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And then after uh, Percy Jackson, I moved on to uh, Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) Okay. And I wrote a little bit about that, but I didn't do much writing for them. I mostly wrote on Tumblr for that, actually. (gasps) My girl. Yeah. (laughs) And then. I, oh. I did Tumblr and then I went to Wattpad for like a hot second. Oh, so you did the opposite. <laughs> yeah, but then I immediately went back to Tumblr because I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> and then I moved on to, oh, what was it after that? <laughs> oh, okay. it was the 100. I was really into that fandom. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, that ended in tragedy, as we all know. And for, I, for sure, 100%. <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> as we all know, because I have no idea about Percy Jackson or the 100. Just <laughs> 
Okay, well, me and Esther together all the way right here. (laughs) Yeah, that sent... When somebody died, I don't want to... I mean, it's been a while, but, like, spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody dies, and I was scarred. (laughs) So, uh, after that, I kind of just fell off of fandom, like, when I was Mm 16-ish, and then She-Ra came around when I was, like, 18, 19... And that's I started getting back into it again. Okay, okay. So you guys are fairly younger. Like, are you guys somewhat our age? I'm 22. I'm 21. Oh hell yeah! You're. I'm still the baby. <laughs> still the baby. Very cool. They're between us though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wait. Yes, you're 20 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll forever look at you at 19. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm that heart. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, it's just really different because I think, except for maybe Ionica, a lot of our... Uh, well, vast majority of our guests have been 30 plus. Yes, I would say oh. 28 and above. Yeah, which is, like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I love talking to, like, younger guys because you were just getting, like, fairly just getting into it, like, probably about the same time. Like, Maya's only been writing for a couple years. Yeah. I've only been writing for, like, one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then how did you guys get together? Do you want to take this? <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I I can explain this one. <laughs> so initially, uh, we actually met in a group chat on Twitter. Okay. And the group chat actually ended up like dissolving. It, it kind of like eh, went away, <laughs> essentially. And uh, S and I ended up staying in contact for ever since then. And we actually... Uh, hit like our two front anniversary this uh, two year anniversary. Oh, congratulations! Uh, this September, so we've been yeah, friends nice. for two nice. years. We just hit our one year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> anniversary. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's essentially how we came together in terms of like friend, but in terms of like fan fiction writing, um, it was mostly because we ramble about possible alternative universe ideas on message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of ended up developing like we should just write a fan fiction together because we just kind of make it it makes it so that we're able to not get into like a writer's block. Mm-hmm. There, it becomes very easy when you're trying to write something and you don't know how to proceed with something when you're writing by yourself. So it, you kind of get, again, writer's block. But when you're writing with someone else, it makes it easier to throw ideas back and forth. And you're just like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? We could do this. And it makes it easier for us. Uh, you to be able to move forward in the actual content of the story and make any tweaks here and there because it's like oh maybe we could put this instead uh i don't know if you want to add anything s i think you you summed it up (laughs) pretty well (laughs) yeah i know that like maya and i haven't done a lot of like writing together but like at least having someone to like beta my work yeah incredibly helpful it's really nice (laughs) even if i haven't written in months that too yeah yeah but um and then tell like tell us a little about like your relationship with like s-pop she Princess of power and then like specifically katadora because that's what you guys exclusively write really <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can go ahead first or to go for oh it oh god um i don't <laughs> i mean okay when i first saw she it was on tumblr as, and- as it always is <laughs> as it always is and then I saw some edits on Instagram and I, I saw, I was like, oh, this is gay. I'm in. <laughs> so that What's was gay? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. That was immediately, I was like, yeah, that looks interesting. So I watched mm-hmm. 
the first episode and then I just ended up binging it because I have no self-control yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> And I was like, well, this is obviously Katra and Adora obviously mm-hmm. have a whole thing going, even though people were kind of like, will they, won't they? It was always, I, I feel like it was always. I the people on the side of Twitter that were just like, no, they're besties. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're but besties. <laughs> gal pals. <laughs> gal pals. <laughs> gal pals. That killed yeah, me. It was, <laughs> it was pretty obvious that they were going to, I mm-hmm. mean, to me, that they were always going to be endgame. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, they had the perfect friends to enemies to lovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I get them on such a deep level mm-hmm. that I have an attachment to them, yeah. especially okay. Adora. <laughs> I have a okay. very deep attachment to Adora. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I write them mainly. Although, yeah, not mainly them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. So <laughs> for me, how I got into S pop. It was actually because a girl I had a crush on told me to watch it. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. As yes, she was literally like on, she was literally like on Snapchat. I was like, "Hey, you should watch this. It's it has it has lesbians." I'm like, "Bet." <laughs> Sorry, I just want to point out that the way that you guys started watching this is the gayest way that you could have possibly started watching this. One from Tumblr and one from a girl that you had a crush on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> That's literally how it happened, and then I also binged it because I also have no self control, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's essentially that's essentially how I got into S pop, and I again, yeah. Well, you've been writing Moon at least specifically. You've been writing S pop fan fiction since like 2019, so you've been going on like three years now of oh, writing gosh. like strictly Catadora <laughs> fan fiction, yeah, which is always interesting to me because I at least as a fan fiction writer don't think that I. I could write like several times for one like pairing or something mm. like that. Like I always have like ideas, but it's always for like, oh, and then this show and then this show. Like I know for a fact that I will be that fan fiction writer that has like a s- long list of fandoms because I can only <laughs> write one for each or something like that. I mean, that's fair. Um, in terms of like my writing of like strictly Catradora, it's because I have like a big attachment to them as well. Mm-hmm. I went in seeing like their relationship uh again also knowing that they were more than definitely going to be end game even sure. though there was moments of hesitation throughout the show because of everything that was going on mm-hmm. um but that being said uh they do have a really good friends to enemies to mm-hmm. lovers trope even though i do think it could have been done a little bit better it just felt sure. a tiny bit rushed okay um, but i know it's because of time restrictions yeah but the, the way that the relationship developed and I know we didn't get to really see the full development but I just loved how their uh, characters like mingle with each other and have like this bond with each other that it's still uh, clearly visible throughout the entirety of the show even when they were enemies yes, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I, I love them I love them very much and I have I, I'm just whenever I'm in a fandom I kind of end up getting stuck in the fandom for like okay. a good couple years and then yeah. I can't think about anything except whatever ship I have for it that's completely fair I think Maya's in this right now with <laughs> specifically like Haikyuu and, and like my hero but mine Honestly. usually don't last like years okay it's I don't know 
mine's very on and off. It's hard when the animes only produce seasons every oh, year and a half. Fair. Yeah, because I think for Shiro, we got four seasons in like two years or something like that. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh it my like, god. It ran from like 2018 to like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it came out like very in succession. Holy shit. Haikyuu's been coming out since like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're still not done. Yeah, I know. There's only four seasons of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's why you read the manga I she has <laughs> she also does that yeah but but then you have to wait for the manga to come out and then sometimes that goes on hiatus that is true <laughs> that is very true so um and then talking about like Katador becoming canon have you guys heard of the live action remake that Amazon yeah. is making <laughs> Yes. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> yes yeah what is uh i mean i can kind of tell by your initial <laughs> reactions but like thoughts <laughs> thoughts complaints maybe yeah i just want to know from like somebody who's like really deep in fandom like i liked the show a whole lot i i've read fan fiction for them but like i feel like i'm surface level fandom like i really want to know like what deep in fandom what's like, thoughts about this Oh boy! Um, you, you go go first. I mean, okay, this is the thing. Do I like it? Maybe not. <laughs> but Maybe I mean, not. it it depends what they do. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know. There's no writer attached to it yet. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know who's writing, and we also don't have any cast. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Oh, there's to not see. a cast list. Though? No, the no. only thing that we know so far is that DreamWorks is going to be producing it again yeah. as an executive producer. That's literally all we know <laughs> yeah, about the that's, show. That's all we okay. know. But if they made it straight, then I would be mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seeing as the main Poland was the gay, <laughs> the gay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So generally bad. Yeah, <laughs> is the I, vibe mean, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so far all we know is that DreamWorks is producing it again. But like I like even what we know from like Noelle's perspective of like getting that last episode was so difficult. Yeah. For, for them to even get like the canon mm. of them. I mean, yes, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. <laughs> um it was difficult for them to do that, but at the same time it opened a lot of doors for other shows. Mm-hmm. So like say for example the Owl House Yes. Obviously, it's showing that uh, people are enjoying the content that shows representation that uh, helps them feel validated mm-hmm. and seen and told that they're allowed to belong and exist, basically. Mm-hmm. So it shows that it has a very big impact on people and people will want to watch that kind of media. Uh, that being said, in terms of the actual news of the live action, my concern is that it has absolutely nothing to do with the yeah. actual show. And I feel like DreamWorks kind of did a try to hit but then missed. Mm-hmm. on more sheer content because uh it's very obvious that the sheer fandom wants more yeah uh, more seasons uh wants a movie for goodness sake there was even a petition that had over a hundred thousand signatures asking oh, for wow. either uh, yeah i signed it <laughs> 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 asking, asking for a um either like a season six to give us like mm-hmm. more development in the catador relationship as well as other relationships in the show mm-hmm. or a movie to show that they've been that they've grown as uh individuals sure. and as a couple so that we can have like a more satisfying wrap, wrap up as opposed to just the single kiss and yeah. then them having saved the world and then we don't sure. get to see any of their fun uh couple things or all <laughs> all the crying or all the healing that they have to do as well yeah that's fair but in yeah. terms 
going back to the live action, I'm just worried that they're gonna us us uh, make it straight or that they're gonna whitewash it because Amazon's involved. Oh sure, yeah. that's fair. Mm. I saw a tweet that was someone had was just like how the princesses of <laughs> how the princesses are gonna learn, work, and it was all like the sorority, <laughs> like white girls <laughs> in the same dress, like they all look the same. Fuck yeah, yeah. No, you know what I told us? I'm like, I literally told us in, in uh, Discord. I'm like, oh, watch them make uh. Uh, Camilla Cabello Catra. Oh no! <laughs> I saw someone tweet like, "This is how Catra's gonna look," and it was like Taylor Swift and cats. Oh, no. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, that's I think a big fear of everyone just like taking away the representation that like the show did so well of like not even just LGBTQ, but there was so many people of color mm-hmm. and like yeah, and different body types too. And I feel yes. like if it's live action they'll all be skinny yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so just like hey amazon don't fuck up <laughs> yeah. basically because the problem is amazon's allowed to fuck up because I they have know. money yeah, they just put I... out the cinderella movie i don't true. think i don't think amazon realizes how feral a fandom can be oh for sure <laughs> I don't think so either. Jeff yeah, I don't Bezos think... got out before. Yeah, it is ironic that the really baddie weird. is called Prime and, you know, Amazon Prime. It's like Horde Prime. Is this Horde um, Prime Bezos? Is this a yeah. prophecy? It could be. Like, they just, what it, Amazon did the boys, right? And they added Jensen Ackles to that cast. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I'm here for it. I know a lot of people were here for it. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm. We're fingers crossed. Is that fingers it will crossed. be fine? Because mm. at least from what we what we know from the day we're recording this is nothing. We know shit about the show. Yeah. Look, as long as Seodora doesn't happen, or oh, Dora no. doesn't happen, or Amy doesn't happen, I'm okay. Oh man, you got some anti ships over there. <laughs> well, yeah, because. They're over here shipping a lesbian with a man. That's no. fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Y'all got issues. No. <laughs> Every time I see that, I'm just like, meet me behind the Denny's and we're going to fight. <laughs> find me Bezos. I'll set him up to Bezos again. He left the company. I'll find him still. <laughs> no, he heard about the Shira movie and he just laughed. He just laughed. He was like, I can't handle this. I can't handle a bunch of these. <laughs> a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> I'm not handling lesbians. <laughs> okay, so circling back to writing, what what's one trope for both of you that you really, really want to write in the future? Oh. S, what do you think? Oh, we have so oh. many. <laughs> you can I give mean, me like a top three. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's like I mean, I really like the hurt comfort trope. Yes. Okay. So anything where somebody's getting <laughs> yes. somebody's comforting. Um, I okay, kind of bouncing off of what S just said, I am the person who will absolutely put a character through the most amount of pain possible mm. and then let them heal. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not even gonna lie, the majority of um Catra getting hurt in our, in our current <laughs> fanfiction was my fault. I'm sorry. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what if this happens? And this is like, oh, no. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey man, uh, I saw a tweet that was just like, you know, writing hurt <laughs> is better than reading hurt. <laughs> and I agree with them completely. True. 
Yeah. Yes. Because it's like, I'm suffering, but the rest of them are going to suffer with me. You have to suffer with me. <laughs> and then what's what's something you guys wouldn't touch? Ooh. Yeah, like a sometimes, trope. Sometimes this is the easier one. Yeah, like a trope or AU that you were just like, nah, I never write that in a million, million anything, years. Anything hetero. Okay, <laughs> go off. Fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. I don't, yeah, like that's not the worst answer we've received. No. <laughs> like, we have people being like, I would never write ABO. I would never write XYZ. It's <laughs> like, fine. It's just not the straights. Don't, I don't want to touch the straights. <laughs> not the straights. Exactly. That or anything ha- that has to do with the tag uh, dead dove do not eat. Oh, anything. okay. What? That's fair. Yeah. Anything that you feel like you have to be like, you know what? Don't look in here. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I don't think I have a specific. I mean, there's some things that I would be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it depends. Okay. You'd have to give me something and then I'd have to tell you yes or no. Oh, okay. I see. Mm. I see. Come with a list and you're just like, yeah, actually, no. <laughs> but I mean, all your, I would, because I looked on both your AO3s and S, you don't have as many, and this is like not a jab in any way, but like you don't have as many fix as Moon on your AO3, but they're all exclusively smut, which I adore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I did have a different AO3, but okay. then I had a crisis and I deleted that. Oh, okay i was like i hit my writing on there so i just want to start from scratch mm. and then i was okay. like i always start multi-chapter fix but i never mm-hmm. finish them so it's like i'm okay. gonna exclusively write spot one shots which clearly Gosh. didn't last <laughs> there was a few spot one shots on my ale free <laughs> i uh the recent two is lord Adora, which is a very long one and uh what okay. i call coffee shop at you is six chapters Oh, okay. I think uh, a good smut one-shot is a good reset for me, at least. Because, like, I specifically only write multi-fix. And then I'll just be like, oh, man, I'm tired now. And then I'll, like, (laughs) slap out a good smut one-shot, send it to Maya. (laughs) And then post that as, like, a good... Okay, you guys have something for a couple months, so I don't write anything. Yeah, I would always get... Like, I would do multi-chapter, and then I would just not finish them. Yeah, that's a big fear right now. Mm-hmm. Giant fear. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The hiatus isn't real. <laughs> it will not hurt you. I just haven't written for that pick in like three I months, know. and I'm starting to get concerned. <laughs> you will finish, I promise. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's all. It's fine to take breaks too if you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we took mm-hmm. like a month break. It was only supposed to be a couple of weeks, but I was like, I, I... <laughs> let's yeah. take a, let's take a longer break. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I was talking to Maya because the one that I have on my AO3 right now, I've written a hundred thousand words, I think, in, like, a course of a year, and I'm like, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm good for right now. Yeah. Yeah, but then I feel bad because I'm like, I haven't published in, like, three months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going on almost two months Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair because the thing is that you can't try and force yourself to write something because Mm -hmm. when you try to force yourself when you're, like, again needing a mental break or you're like on a writer's block it's not going to provide the best possible content that you yeah. can make for yourself and for the fandom mm-hmm. so there is no need to rush yourself when it comes to like writing fanfics especially because you're doing an author's job for free for one that's and fair until you're doing it for your own self-enjoyment so when you mm-hmm. try to force it all you're doing is taking that enjoyment out of it yeah <laughs> i just have to remind that i just have to remember that <laughs> every yeah. so often well, especially, it's not like you're even just doing a writer's job, like an author's job for free, but like, 
we also have to remember that like like Maya's a full-time student and like I work oh, yeah. full-time <laughs> like we have I'm so many too. other things that like <laughs> you do on top of like fan fiction writing yeah yeah exactly you have responsibilities that you have to take care of mm-hmm. uh as well and it's like you have to balance that and prioritize what you need to because obviously you have to like get your degree because school is not free when you're, no. when you're, getting, your, when you're getting your degree or you have to obviously work to support yourself and yeah. it's like fan fiction writing ain't gonna do that <laughs> no unfortunately no unfortunately, unless you're no. one of the, the lucky few <laughs> unless you unless you somehow manage to pull 50 shades of gray unless or unless you have such a banging patreon like so many people want to buy your patreon <laughs> <laughs> literally exactly so yeah it's just best not to force it if you feel like you need a break yeah yeah but the fic that you guys write so the fic that you're writing together tonight will be the night that i will fall for you so like tell us like a little bit about it like how you started writing it like how you got the idea for it like that collaboration process Shit, do you want to go first you can go for it <laughs> okay well okay how did it start i think <laughs> I was like, I mean, around okay. What am I saying? <laughs> it was it was right after season five came out. Yeah, it was right okay. after season five, and I some a DM'd uh M and was like, what would it be like if Adora was Lord of the Horde, but she's still Shira. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know there's another AU that became really popular on Twitter, which is the Magicatra. Uh, uh-huh. AU, which is where Katra kind of takes Adora's place. She's oh, Shira, okay. and she goes to the rebellion, and Adora becomes Force Captain. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. This is like Katra is a, a princess. princess. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a princess, she's and she so she's with the rebellion from birth. She has two moms, and then Adora finds her sword, but she goes back to the Horde mm-hmm. and kind of takes over from. She's under Shadow Weaver's influence and Shadow Weaver like gets her to remove Hordak and eventually Adora realizes it's the Shadow Weaver's not really the best person sure. <laughs> and removes her and then becomes the Lord of the Horde and then so they and then when we start the fic it's always we always start with Princess Prom because spicy yes. sexy gay <laughs> yes. suits dresses oh, yeah perfect mm-hmm. And uh, we love a ball. <laughs> That's where we always start because it just feels like, even though there is probably, I mean, they hint at the, the their past because obviously mm-hmm. they they're enemies and they've sure. been fighting for a while before Princess Prom. Mm-hmm. But it, it, we just we started there for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> the discussion for the actual like idea of Lord Adora AU like actually started again right after season five so we had that idea since may 2020 may, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah May like may 16th 17th of 2020 so we had that idea and we didn't start writing it basically until like january of this year <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah like boy was we, sorry was a lot of that like planning on your part or was that a lot of just like oh well there's that idea and we'll maybe come back to it <laughs> okay so initially we kept saying we should write this we should write this but in reality we weren't actually writing it we were more role-playing it (laughs) okay that's literally how we do all our writing we role-play that's very interesting yeah yeah because it makes it again more fun 
yeah less likely that you get a writer's block and not only that it makes it so the reactions i would say are more unexpected mm. even though it's like some they're somewhat like pre-planned but you don't really know what the other person's gonna type and you have to figure out how to make it go so it's like more interactive interesting did you guys role play on omegle <laughs> No. no. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm, never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> you thought you were onto something. I thought it. Well, yeah. I used to. I know. It's a dark no. secret. I mean, I mean, I was. I've been on Omegle before, but not role play. But not role playing. <laughs> okay. Did you guys role play at all before? No. Um, uh. Uh-uh. No. Interesting. Oh, so that like that was that was that your was first. Story. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And then it developed into a whole cycle where we have like forty something AUs now that we role play. Oh yeah, interesting. We have yeah. we have a spin the wheel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which which role play are we gonna do today? You spin the yeah. wheel. Yeah, like quite literally. Well, not today. We we do like maybe like three or four a day because whenever we pause, we get distracted. And they're like, and then SS usually like spin the wheel, and I'm like, yeah, spin. <laughs> interesting. I've never heard people like. Well, I get like. Hmm. I wouldn't say because we've only had we've only talked to one other person who like talked to us about writing with somebody else like I know we've had other authors who have written with other people but we mm-hmm. haven't specifically talked to them about that but the one right. that we did talk to who was um Moosey she writes like Voltron she wrote Voltron fan fiction uh she wrote fan fiction with her partner but they were in like the same room together so like that's mm-hmm. very interesting that you guys are like that's how you do it is by like role-playing I just find that very fascinating yeah, I we, think that's something yeah. I'm gonna have to try. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's it, just the formatting. Yeah, yeah, you gotta copy and paste it all over, which is kind of a pain. But sure. yeah. other than that, I mean, sometimes because I edit it, so we role play it, and then I copy it all over, and then I edit and mm-hmm. add some stuff in. Sometimes I feel like sometimes it can be a little dialogue heavy because obviously it's a role play, so sure. it's kind of like people are talking. But then when you go through and edit, I just, I pad it out a bit. So it's Mm -hmm. more descriptive than just dialogue. All right. So um, since you two have the fic like that you've been writing, at least, have you either written with anybody else before? Is this like your first time writing with another person? First time. First First time time as well. (laughs) Okay. So what is that like writing a fic between just you and then between like two people like what's that the biggest difference from writing that like the fic alone and then like you know I I guess is it the collective effort of writing like the um not like obviously you guys will play for the dialogue but for like the other parts of it like the parts that are I can't remember what the word is right now but you know the other parts (laughs) um like the sections yeah like the, the yeah the scripted sections that are like do you guys each do the chapters together or is it like one person takes one chapter and one then one person takes the next chapter uh we okay so um in terms of editing s is the one who mostly does it because they're the ones that have the access to the google doc that they paste mm-hmm. everything on okay um, uh i didn't really participate in the editing process simply because usually i was at work okay <laughs> when, when, That's when, fair. Yeah. when that was happening um except us recently but i still i still don't just get involved because i'm like s you got this i'm gonna nap (laughs) Um, but in terms of like the more adding the more descriptive parts usually we try and type out the descriptive parts it's just and i'm going to take the blame for this i usually end up writing mostly dialogue by accident Mm, because i'm rapid typing 
in terms of like actually like writing out the chapters together we do it together it's not like it's not the alternate like oh one person takes one mm -hmm. chapter one person takes the other no we're writing it together and, okay. and we kind of have like a set for example I essentially exclusively write catcher parts as the okay. oral parts. Yeah. So we're going back and forth. And when a new another character comes in, let's say like Glimmer or Bo or mm -hmm. uh, Syrah and Luna, catcher's moms, um, usually is an alternating thing depending on what's going on in the situation. There's times where uh, so, uh, usually I'm the one that's writing Syrah. Mm -hmm. Time, there's times where I'll add Luna as well, or S will be the one writing Luna. Mm -hmm. It just really depends on what's going on in the chapter. Okay. But like, exclusively, uh, S is writing Adora and I'm writing Katra. Okay. Yeah. And then what is the biggest difference from writing with somebody versus writing alone? Um, for me, um, I would say the biggest difference is when you write with someone, it usually flaws like it's just easier because I only have to do half the thinking. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whereas when I have to sit down and write like uh, a chapter by myself, it's all me and it's, it can be a bit tiresome. Yeah. Whereas when you write with someone, you, you can just bounce off each other and it's a lot easier. And you can, you end up writing usually quite a lot when you have someone else. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> That's very yeah. true. Which you can tell because uh, Lord Adora word count is very, very high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree with that. It's it's a lot easier to again bounce off ideas from each other as opposed to writing it individually where you're kind of sitting there and it's like, what do I add next? <laughs> That's fair. Um, like at least you have someone to bounce off of, which is basically kind of what you said. Yeah, I have that there are times where I'm just like, I just wanna like call my or something and I'm like, I am I got nothing. Like, I, I just, I have no plans. Because we've talked about this before. We're like, Maya's a strict planner. She plans mm -hmm. everything. And I oh. don't. <laughs> so, like, I, I get to, no. I'll get to, like, a chapter six and have no plan for what that chapter's going to be. And I'll just be like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I feel you on that. And then I'll be like, what if I just call Maya? <laughs> she knows how to plan. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, because we're I normally in school. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't plan either. Yeah, I thank just, God. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I'm lost in a corn maze, <laughs> and I'm never gonna get out if I do that. I'm so disoriented, and it makes me really stressed out. That's fair. <laughs> okay, yeah. but 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 imagine being both a planner but also can't handling having a structure. <laughs> Like, I, I couldn't. Like, I really couldn't. I, I struggle. I struggle. I'm like, uh, like when I'm uh, not really related to fan fiction, but just writing in general. Like when I had mm -hmm. to do my school, uh, university assignments uh, when I before I graduated. Mm -hmm. There was one time where my professor was like, "Oh, give me an outline." I'm like, "No, <laughs> yeah, I no. can't do it." I didn't plan. I don't plan essays either. I just, I just write them. I just go, <laughs> I go with the flow. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't even a person to turn in a rough draft. I was like, "This is the only draft. Like, this is it." Same. I hate. I hate it. Rough drafts. I'm just like, I'll be. I'll be that person uh, that I start writing the essay like four hours before the dead. The deadline. Yes. I'll just be like, whatever happens, happens, and I usually pass. So I was like, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, somehow graduated college, so it worked. Same. I feel you. And I have. And I have a degree in English. So. Damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm like, I'll give my because my beta is my work, and I'm just like, yeah, you can make little changes, but like, this is it. 
Like there's, there's not even yeah. like any huge changes that happen. This is it. Like, it's usually <laughs> just minor grammatical stuff. Yeah. I know no matter what I say, it's like the... sometimes she'll be like, "Hey, the sense doesn't make sense," and I'll be like, "Thanks." <laughs> yeah, like I can tell that you wrote that really late at night, and like it's super incoherent. Yeah, that is so valid. But like yeah. we, we will talk to people, and they're like, "Yo, I'll go through like three drafts." I'm like, "How? How? 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 Like, how? No. No. Like, no. I, I, I wouldn't be able. To, I'd make a like. I'll, I'll think about doing a second draft and be like, "No, this is actually good enough." <laughs> there you go. Out of the world. I feel you, but in reality, the only reason why I have a single draft is because I hate my own writing. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't bear to look at my own writing again. Oh, sh- sure. Yeah, I've had a lot of therapy for that one. To be like, well, this is something I'm good at. Thank you so much. Everything else, garbage, hot garbage. But we were able to jump over that hill. And I mean, I guess that's why you have betas because uh, so my, I'd be like, Maya, this is good. What are you talking about? It's garbage. It's not. It's good. Uh, but yeah, and then I do want to talk to you about, um, because your fic is explicit, so I want to oh God, know God. how you guys write <laughs> smut together, because I die writing smut alone. She, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go in and, like, edit her smut one shots. It'll be like, wow, this is, like, really good. And she'll be like, yeah, I was embarrassed. And I was like, oh, okay. The last smut one shot I did was, like, I wrote up to the smut and then I just left it <laughs> for like a nice. time and I was like, I'll touch that later. <laughs> I'll touch that later. Okay, I'm gonna expose both S and I right okay. now. Um I'm not as involved with the smuts as S is. Okay. <laughs> S is kinda usually the one that does the majority of the smut. Okay. Yeah. Simply because I my brain cannot. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We we did write some smut together. Um, yeah, I we wrote, I like, think it was near the beginning, one. yeah, but yeah. a lot of it is is me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, yeah, because like I couldn't. You guys don't. I would imagine. I don't know why I'm assuming anything. You wouldn't role play the smut. <laughs> I mean, we've done it before. It's not like we haven't role played smut before. Oh shoot! It's just- okay, <laughs> I would fully die of embarrassment. I barely like sex <laughs> because I'm like no, no. To be fair, look, this is the thing. S S and I, after knowing each other for this long, it's like we have like almost zero level of embarrassment when it comes to smut or like NSFW stuff. We literally have like an NSFW uh, art channel where it's like, look at this shit. (laughs) No, like, like, okay, I don't want to. No, but we, we, we've done that. We've done <laughs> I that. don't want to toss Maya out to the top like Lay no. Lions. The, like the fully beginning of our friendship was like, hey, look at this piece of porn that I really like. <laughs> hey, oh my god, I don't, I don't want to out this person, but we met via a, like a mutual friend that we had. Yeah, and we were all in a group chat. And we would be like, look at this porn, and she would be like, it's seven a.m., and we'd be like, and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's essentially the same. But that's like a level of friendship because I'm I would never like talk to my I'm sorry, I adore you dearly. Yeah. But I couldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not. Yeah. That's very interesting. But then you got then S just took over after a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S is more creative when it comes to smut than I am. So I mean like, here, you can have this. You can tell sure. all my fix are explicit. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that that's something. You just enjoy writing the smut more than moon? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. As as you as you probably saw from mine, mine's are either angst or fluff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so. You have a wide variety in your AO3. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, the wide variety was from when I tried to do a challenge like in 2019, mm-hmm. like Catchertober essentially, and I wrote like a fan fiction almost every single day for like half of October, and then oh. I was like, forget it, I'm done. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> I got tired. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know how. I, I'm assuming that they'd have to like write months in advance to just have these and be like, there you go. No, <laughs> I was doing it the month off. Nah, <laughs> that's a lot of work and I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. That's now, too- yeah. I was in school the time too. <laughs> they even have like next month is NaNoWriMo and I'm barely ready for that. That's Do you not know what NaNoWriMo is? I've heard of it. I it's the National Novel Writing Month. Oh. So you try to write like, I don't know. Okay, well next month is also Kinktober and that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Well, then you, well, Mayo Rango was just writing so many words that month. So Uh-oh. you could just add Kinktober into that. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a valid <laughs> Um, I think it will. <laughs> I don't think they care what you're writing, just that you're writing. Right. But you guys also write a lot of, like, kind of sensitive subject material in this fic. You guys have, like, mentions of abuse. You have some, like, graphic violence. Yeah. And then you have, like, a, not to spoil the fic, but you even have it tagged in your fic, but you have, like, an unplanned pregnancy in yes. your fic. Oh. Um, so, like, how do you decide what to to write, and then how do you handle those situations carefully, despite there being, like, two of you? That's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> I think, okay, the abuse, like, mentions is specifically, mostly, although it kind of, okay, it's mostly Adora and Shadow Weaver, because, obviously, Shadow Weaver sure. yes. is a piece of shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um... It kind of becomes, I don't know if Em would agree, but like Syra and Katra have a rocky relationship mm-hmm. uh, too. And that's kind of, you know, Katra goes through a lot. But I think with Adora and Shadow Weaver, Adora, you definitely see her get better. Like she mm-hmm. tells Shadow Weaver, I mean, is this a spoiler? It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> She tells her skip like yeah. ten seconds. <laughs> she tells her, you know, I'm I'm done. Like you you have no power over me. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm free. And she's happy and she lets herself be happy and mm-hmm. she learns to be a happy little lord. <laughs> I don't know if Emma has more to say. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of like the like the abuse tag, right? It initially started with us and mentioned as mentioned i can't brain right now obviously um as uh, as mentioned that the tag was initially for the mentions of shadow weaver abuse towards uh dora sure. but we didn't initially plan for cyrus reaction to be the way that it was <laughs> it just kind of developed into that because obviously it's like how would a parent react if they found out that their that their child was pregnant sure. with the baby of the enemy and it's like mm-hmm. obviously it wouldn't be a good reaction which uh, another s- spoiler alert because Syrah was directly impacted by the war with the horde because she if i remember correctly i might be misremembering right now but Syrah did lose like her parents in the war yeah and i think uh if i remember correctly we she almost lost catra as well yeah because mm-hmm. of hordak um and so the hatred towards the horde was so deeply rooted within her that she kind of exploded when she found out who whose baby um Katra was carrying and kind of like when you're so enraged sometimes you kind of blank yeah. and refuse to hear anything else even yeah. when you're being told otherwise yeah and she's it's very like, stubborn mm-hmm. she's very stubborn which 
it's kind of like an energy match kind of situation where Catra's stubborn and Cyrus stubborn, but the anger was more in that moment than her love for her daughter, which sucks, obviously, but she kind of gets sense knocked into her later on (laughs) bit of the spoiler there (laughs) but it very obviously kind of breaks the relationship that was there that had grown as um mother daughter after so many years of her being a good mom and then just suddenly snapping like that so in that approach obviously we weren't going to have katra immediately like forgive uh Sarah, because obviously that kind of situation is very harmful both physically and mentally for a person and that's how we were like trying to approach it and it's because it's such a sensitive topic and it's like kind of when a person hurts you and it hurts you so much that it like becomes like an internal scar it's not something you can easily forgive but obviously if you see them like trying you don't have to immediately forgive them but just like watch them to see if they're actually going to uphold their word of proving that they're actually going to get better it's because forgiveness is something that is earned not automatically given yeah so you guys Um, have to be like really copacetic on like these ideas of like how people are going to how how your characters are going to like not only react to these subjects but like how the aftermath of that's going to be yes yeah yeah because it's like we can't just even though obviously we said we kind of don't plan things Mm -hmm. we do have like a general general idea of where things we're gonna are gonna go Mm -hmm. and so if we're going to be bringing up like a heavier topic like again the abuse unplanned pregnancy things have to be handled differently say like depending on what the character has been through and what they feel say for like uh adora's reaction when when uh during the chapter where Catra was going to confess that she was in love with her, but obviously the trauma got <laughs> over, overruled all of that. Because yeah. Trauma doesn't just go away yeah. because somebody loves you. You need time to heal, especially when you were still in the place where, where you were given that trauma, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Adora never really had like a, an environment where she had like the support or like, the kindness of a person until Catra kind of came along and began to teach her that and it's like it can be so quick for like a healing scar to be cut open again depending on the circumstances like a healing wound so that's how that had to be handled it's like we couldn't just have like oh have like Adora like like immediately accept that things were okay and that Catra wasn't lying things like that especially when the person who had been like manipulating her the whole time told her a lie and automatically you're gonna want to believe the person that raised you yeah i know i'm rambling My apologies. i tend to ramble <laughs> no this this episode is about you guys and your fic ramble as much as you want <laughs> no but still but yeah like every subject had to be handled in a certain manner and i know that uh unplanned pregnancy can be like a turnoff when it comes yeah, to yeah. fiction for some people i know that but can be a big turnoff it can be a big turnoff but again we don't really uh we don't go into much detail about yeah because we are also both disturbed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> don't want babies. Um, which is why we don't we don't we don't go into depth about the actual like processes and all of that. Mm-hmm. But we do like discuss obviously like the impact that it can have on a person or the people around them with the circumstances and also like how it was handled and the complications a little bit and stuff like that because obviously uh, even though it's a fictional. F- 
it's a fictional writing we wanted to try and like make it as impactful as possible sure no that's really yeah i don't, i couldn't <laughs> i like personally i i know like so, a lot of people are turned off by like pregnancy and fic i love it so much i feel like i'm the minority <laughs> in well, like a lot of those situations we love finn which love i know finn. is um they are noelle's like fan child for catradora mm-hmm. but yeah. like we love Finn. They're cute. <laughs> Overall, I just I don't know because I've seen I've seen it in TikToks. I've seen it a lot. Where like, yeah. um, especially since Maya and I read a lot of like YN fix, like that's just oh, where right. our where we started. That's mm-hmm. our comfort, kind <laughs> right. of in the realm of fan fiction. And like, oh, I see a lot of you know they're like the one way to make me stop reading your fic is adding pregnancy or whatever involved. But yeah. like, I, personally to me, I think pregnancy is so like complicated and complex and like mm-hmm. yeah like with you guys like everyone's reactions and the situation around it like it could I, it could add a lot to a fic and not to like go off on like the people who obviously don't like it like if you have yeah. your own traumas <laughs> or your own triggers yeah. about like pregnancy or whatever like that is like absolutely like, do not <laughs> get near those like I understand but like ah oh, man I wish just like I don't know I love it more and I either yeah. I either need to find more <laughs> like fix like that <laughs> I was kind of worried that putting that in would like because it's not until I don't I don't even know what chapter it is but it is pretty far in sure. that that happens and I was like what mm-hmm. if people are mad sure <laughs> that this is happening well that's a really fair reaction to have yeah but but most fair, were okay I, they, yeah most of them were okay that's true but obviously there's some of them some people that are automatically again turned off sure. but it just depends on how you end up putting it in how you handle it yeah because obviously there's some people uh in, even like actual published authors that they're like oh yeah and she and she got and she uh was sick the next day then, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and it's like it becomes kind of generic and also kind of like you know what the what drama is gonna happen mm-hmm. because the circumstances tend to be kind of copied every single time sure yeah the and smut so- tells says it all <laughs> the smut yeah. says it all the smut, the smut says it all um it sometimes can become like a generic thing however in the circumstance uh, cir- uh circumstances of lord Adora, obviously it was going to be more complicated than that and that even though that was kind of like a big focus for like the later chapters of the fan fiction it mm-hmm. wasn't the only thing that was prioritized in the whole writing yeah. because it was obviously involving uh cyrus reaction catra hurting spinnerella and the trying to uh comfort her and like yeah. trying to get adora involved in the distance uh glimmer um Glimmer kind of like ripping away that electronic connection with the compad sure. that uh, Catra had to uh, had to Adora and it's like making the situation worse. So yeah. it's not only surrounding the pregnancy, but also like Catra as a character and also the other characters involved. <laughs> but the, yeah, and the thing is, they're chill with it until they find out who the other sure. parent is. That's the issue that they have yeah. with it. <laughs> that it's yeah, Adora. I- it's, yeah, it's just a very, like, nuanced topic. I don't know. I'm just very fascinated in it. Because just personally, <laughs> I am really interested in it. And I know that, like, in terms of, like, the space that I am in, like, there's a lot of people who don't want to have children. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even even in our own friendship, like, uh, you know, pe- like, people who are my friends who don't want to have children and people who are my friends who, like, want to have a big family. And there's just, like, a lot of people in my life who, like, have different reactions when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, children or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, I and I 
I do like how the way you guys take it and making it about Catra because I feel like when something like a pregnancy is evolved, it like the character is no longer the character. Like it's all about the, the spawn, <laughs> like afterwards, like <laughs> the they no longer, yes, <laughs> they like no longer really treat the character the same way. Or like they're just like, oh, they like baby the character, and they're like, okay, well, you know, pregnant <laughs> women are really badass, and so you don't have to treat them like yeah. that. Yeah, they no. they are. And it's kind of ironic because neither S and I ever want to have kids. <laughs> yeah, no. We're just like absolutely. But not I never sure. want to birth one. No, thank you. <laughs> well, that's fair. Mm-hmm. No, but when it comes to like discussing the sub- subject in the fan fiction, it's like again, it just depends on how you handle it. Okay, and then I have what both of you for both of you. What is the best collaborative writing advice that you can give to somebody wanting to write with a friend or another writer in their space? who they're either thinking of trying to ask someone to write with them or they're thinking two people are thinking of writing a fic together like what's the best advice that you have for those people that huh that's that's a great question um you have any idea s or should i go ahead and try to answer this you should go ahead go ahead you can handle okay. this i can handle this thanks um so i would say if you're thinking of writing like as a duo i would say that make sure that you have uh the writing with someone that you can get along with well and that is open to discussing different ideas that might be new to them or might not be and is uh flexible in their way of thinking because when someone is like so rigid in like what they want to write it might be a little bit difficult to work for them which is not the case s and i because we're just like again throwing ideas at one another we're just like oh yeah we can do this we can do that and that's it and we just kind of like continue on um but when you're working with someone that might be a little bit more inflexible it can make things a little difficult so flexibility when it comes to the actual writing would be an important thing yeah and also i mean just someone that you're comfortable with i think because writing can be kind of personal sometimes and uh yeah sometimes it's hard to just be open with people who you're not comfortable with (laughs) all right very very nice very nice okay so we have come to the last two questions and what is about yours fix so we have a yn's choice um, so of the fix that you guys have written, what is your favorite and why? And it doesn't obviously have to be the fic that you're currently writing. It could be <laughs> one of your other figs, or you could just say like, I don't know, like I love writing with you so much. So this is my favorite. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hilariously enough, it is. It is tonight will be the night that was <laughs> That is absolutely my favorite, mm-hmm. simply because it was the most fun to write. Yeah, and it's so damn dramatic. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I do. I love Lana Dora, of course. She yes. is. She lives in my heart forever and uh-huh. always. But I do have um, what I call coffee shop AU, which is also kind of a college AU. Okay. And I really love that AU because uh, Adora is deaf in that AU. Oh. Um, and it's just really cute. It's really fluffy. There's no angst, unlike Lana Dora. Perfect. <laughs> there is a lot of angst. Perfect. Awesome. And then lastly, to wrap this up, what are your guys' favorite fix? A fic that you would recommend if oh, you guys God. have, I know I sent you this prop, so if you guys have one, if you guys have two, give them to us. M? <laughs> uh, hold on. Um, there was one that I don't know if it's finished yet, but it's called Marriage of Convenience, but I forgot by by who it's from, but I think that's the only like Shira fan fiction that is by that name. Okay. But it's such a good fic. I, I really loved it. 
Are we talking like an arranged marriage kind of fic? It's yeah, it's essentially an arranged marriage uh, kind of fic, but it's like a very soft arranged marriage kind of thing. Okay. And they like, even though it's obviously arranged, they do end up like actually falling in love and caring about each other. And it's super sweet, but it does obviously get a little bit angsty towards like the later (laughs) chapters for anybody considering reading it. But it's not (laughs) that they still have two chapters to go, and I'm here like, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me, uh. I mean, any of N7 Punk's uh, fix are really good, okay. but their recent one, it is not safe for work, I'm afraid to tell people. Um, <laughs> oh no, you're fine. <laughs> it's called uh, Beg For Me. Um, hey. And the general, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but the synopsis is that uh, Adora Akacha uh, exes uh, who kind of meet again and uh, Katra is a dom. <laughs> and she doms Adora. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you got a BDSM AU going yeah, on. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> love, love. Because doming your ex can never go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what a statement. What a statement. It's not like, you know, emotions. <laughs> we get involved. No. No. Feelings. Pain, baby. Oh, perfect. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you so much for talking about your fic and the Shiva fandom and. <laughs> everything in between thank you for having us yeah. again yeah yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was fun it was interesting I, I think well this is technically the first time we participated in a podcast like with other people because we do have like a little thing that we do we Ooh. Really done. It's would you like to rambling. promote I'm, i mean it's it's called get down with snm the snm is very fitting is all i'm gonna say yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> But it's just S and I rambling about a whole bunch of random stuff and reading questions that nice. uh, our readers have. Yeah. But if you want to check it out, it's on Spotify. Very nice. Yes. Do you guys want want to promote anything? Your your Ao threes, your Twitters, your whatevers. Well, as you know, um, my Ao three is Moonlit Catra, and our Twitter is CEO Lordadora. Yeah. Um. And my AO3 is Shira Sword, but I also have a Tumblr that is Shira yeah. Sword Strap. Oh, <laughs> so, <Hell> yeah. What's <laughs> that? As you should. Very nice. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you guys for listening today. Thank you guys for being on again. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on uh, TikTok, Tumblr, and Twitter. You can send us stick recommendations at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com if you like this episode if you like us if you think that we deserve mic stands in any way shape or form um <laughs> we have a Kofi where you can give us donations at ko-fi.com slash canonically incorrect um rate review subscribe to us on apple podcast that would really be helpful um follow us on spotify um recommend us to a friend that would be helpful <laughs> um and we will see you guys next time for our extra special halloween episode yeah <laughs> And um, donate to AO3. Tag your fix accordingly. Bye. Bye.